Are you interested in learning to play an instrument? What kind of instrument? Banjo, fiddle, guitar, and the violin. I bet somebody out there is. Tell them about it. John Paul USA's got what you need to begin your musical journey today. We have in-person and online lessons for everyone. Visit us online at johnpaulusa.com and click Private Lessons. Tell us about yourself and we'll get in touch with you to discuss what package will best fit your budget and schedule. I'm J.P. Mathis. I'm Finland Leona. Contact us today. JohnPaulUSA.com Hey there, friends. It's your co-host, J.P. from the J.P. Paul. Have you ever been riding around in your car and suddenly think, I need some of Finland Leona's music? Well, my friends, I have the remedy to your problems today. Visit FiddleandLeona.com, the Internet's one-stop shop for all things Fiddle and Leona. FiddleandLeona.com, you can purchase legitimately signed CDs from the artist herself. You can also learn about all the latest news and upcoming concert dates. Don't forget to visit FiddleandLeona.com today, F-I-D-D-L-I-N-G-L-E-O-N-A. Three, two, one. fiddling leona <laughs> trying to wake up trying to wake up it's a dreary tennessee day i'm having a little bit of migraine this temperature change yeah temperature is getting ready to turn cold on us here they say it might even snow some next week oh thanks <laughs> you're not ready for that no not at all well i don't think nobody is are you ready for snow out there if you're listening or if you live in some sort of place around the equator then that don't really even come into question but i hate that we didn't have the fall weather, like, you know, like you'll be able to have the, uh, what, long sleeve shirt or something and then just hang out in the evening or something. No, it went from shorts to down jacket. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> so we've been off for a while. It's been a long time. It's been a while. But, uh, yeah, we've been, uh, wow, we've been covered up here. We've been experimenting with the food truck, uh, trying different locations, different recipes, mm-hmm. uh, different, uh, different positions, different, uh, different, uh, packaging. We're about to dial in our final recommendation, aren't we, for ourselves, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, figured it out how it works and then what it needs to be improved i guess yes so we'll we'll see if we can make it a little bit better for the next season for next year i guess yeah next in 2020 Uh uh-huh but yeah we we kind of uh we've been doing that pretty heavy we've also been playing a lot of concerts uh, in between here and there and everywhere just got back from florida yes uh the weather was Everybody down there was saying it was horrible weather, but, you know, it was cloudy, but, you know, it was like one day it was like 78. I thought that felt pretty good. Yes. I mean. I, you know, me personally, I'm a 75 degree person. 70 to 75. <laughs> okay. That's where I operate the best. So it doesn't matter if it's rainy or cloudy or sunny or whatever, as long as the temperature is that yes, range. between 70 and 75. Okay. That's kind of my comfort zone. Well, I guess that's all right. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, so we've got our comfort zone there. Got some uh, got some dates coming up that we'll go ahead and uh, throw out at you. What do we have coming up here? I know uh, next uh, or this Sunday. We, uh, let's do let's do uh, let me hit the music performance next week, and then we'll hit some of the food truck dates. Okay. So the uh, music performance coming up is it's in Bristol. We're going back to Bristol, Tennessee side, right? Yes. Uh, Cascade Draft House. Yes. Uh, um, downtown Bristol. I guess it's at the State, State Street. Street. It's kind of if if you're familiar with downtown Bristol, Tennessee, Virginia. Uh, if you're not, Bristol, Tennessee, and Virginia is is both different cities, but the same name in different states. Uh-huh. And uh, State Street kind of separates Tennessee from right down the center line of the yes. kind of Main Street area. It's called mm-hmm. State Street. That separates right and left between uh, Tennessee and Elizabeth, or Tennessee and Elizabeth, and Tennessee and Virginia. Mm-hmm. 
And then this cascade draft is located right behind the mural. Country music mural. There's a mural in Bristol that has uh, uh, portraits uh, of Jimmy Rogers, Carter family. Yes. Tennessee, Ernie Ford, some of the local heroes from the Bristol sessions. Yes, and then it's kind of yellow brick building, so you'll you'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. You can actually park there at the mural. Yes. Uh, there's some uh, public parking there at the mural, and it's just like two buildings down from that. Mm-hmm. And but then that uh, that starts from seven o'clock, I seven guess o'clock. seven to nine ish, I guess. Well, let's let's get we'll the date. Fine. It's next Thursday, which is November the fourteenth. Yes, um, we'll be there, and then the food truck is going to be there. I think it's the Thai food. Yes, May Malays. Is that the way you say that? I have no idea. May Malays spring roll, but. Uh, but uh, we've met those guys, a uh, good good group of guys. They got some killer food. Oh yes. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can do some more of this joint um, uh, marketing. Yes. We can do a concert with one of the. I mean, when you listen to music, you need to have a good food also. Yes. So they got the good uh, collection of craft beers I, I would say yes they have a huge selection selection yeah. and uh of course they do have a regular drinks also mm-hmm. and uh so them providing the good food when we're playing music that's just you fantastic can't, you can't beat that and there's no cover charge mm-hmm. uh this is one of those uh uh one of those deals where you know it's kind of like watching npr or listening to npr <laughs> <or> watching pbs <laughs> You can contribute whatever you would like. You know, mm-hmm. if you think our entertainment is subpar, yep. you don't contribute anything. Mm-hmm. If you think it's the greatest entertainment in the world, you just dump your whole 401k on us. Mm-hmm. You just sign it over to us and we'll take it. So somewhere in between nothing mm-hmm. and your whole retirement yeah. is, is, is what, uh, <laughs> what, you can, what you can give at that moment. Yes. And then, of course, I guess... It's a music thing, but I guess we're going to be talking a lot about food truck also. Yeah, because we'll also <laughs> have the food truck there the, at the same location the next week. Yes. So it's we're trying to cross-pollinate all this stuff where uh, everything kind of piggybacks off each other because basically with food or music, it's all in the realm of entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we'll be there on November the 14th at the Cascade Draft House from 7 o'clock. And uh, food truck wise, we'll be coming back to the Sunday deal at the Riverside Tap House in Elizabethton on the yes. 10th, 17th, 24th. So, I, Sunday the 10th, 17th, and 24th. We're always there from uh, our usual time is 4 30 to 7 30 on Sunday evening because most of the restaurants in that part of town are closed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, come, come get you. Uh, Everybody likes to hold on to the last moment of the weekend. Uh-huh. So uh, there's a good way you can come hang out, meet some new people, hang out with some friends, mm-hmm. eat some great food, and just pray that uh, Monday morning don't come. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the 22nd of November, we will be actually going to the Ridgeview Elementary School. In, mm-hmm. I, I believe it's in a gray, it's in the gray Tennessee, Tennessee area. area. Yeah. Uh, we'll be there from 10.30 to 1-ish. Uh, this is not just for the students yeah, or the can, yeah. uh, teachers there, but the, you can come over there. That's a lunch deal, so I'll have a little bit different menu than the evening deal. Right. So if you want to grab some lunch, if you're in a gray area, um, come out and then the, on the 23rd the next day mm-hmm. 23rd is uh saturday mm-hmm. uh we will be back in bristol at the cascade draft but this is With the for food the truck. food truck yeah so we'll be there five to whenever eight ish maybe yeah, usually about eight. something like that uh depending on how much food i can provide also but uh last time we when we went to cascade it was busy. Yeah. I yeah. remember it was really, really busy. And then everybody ordered lots of stuff. So that uh, that was really fun. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about it. It's kind of interesting. We're already seeing like each town has its own different kind of little thing. Yes. And you wouldn't think that, you know, in such a small area, but just one town over can be like totally different or what they order is totally, totally different. Yes. And and all that. So, (laughs) and then uh, does that kind of wind us down for the month of November? November, yes. I guess uh, last week of November is Thanksgiving week. So, we're kind of... uh, Eat turkey. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll, we'll probably do our yearly turkey that we could. Yeah, but you know what I'm going to do this time, though? What's that? Uh, You know, I've been fixed... I've done fixed turkey, what, like two, three times now? Uh Uh-huh. But uh, the other day, I had a chance to fix turkey also, and I put my turkey, what do you call, brine? Brine. Brine. Yeah. Uh, I put, soaked in my chicken stock Mm -hmm. that I make constantly. Because we always have a lot of chicken. Yes. From the chicken that we serve. Mm -hmm. And like I say, Leona always cuts the... Uh, we always buy bone-in chicken. It's better. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know the scientific reason, but it just tastes better. So we always get bone-in chicken and just cut the bone off. Mm-hmm. And then you use the bone and leftover meat to make your own stock. Yes. And I basically soaked in the, marinated in the chicken stock and other herbs and everything. Mm-hmm. That turned out the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that for this Thanksgiving. So, okay. so have a chicken infused turkey. Yes, I mean, I mean, <laughs> turkey is turkey, so it doesn't really have much of the flavor to it. So mm-hmm. you've got to work with it, right? And right. Uh, just that the chicken stock work the best, for my opinion. So yes, I'm gonna do that. So that gets us through November, and I promise you we'll do, uh, maybe, we, yeah, we'll do, uh, uh, maybe we can do a Thanksgiving edition podcast. True, true. On that week, we should yeah. be having a little more And that'll time. be our, kind of leading up to our birthday week, too. Oh, my gosh. We, we both have birthdays within, like, three days of each other. So. True, yes. It's so, coming up, isn't it? Yeah, that way, that way, we can both just ask for money and, I can give her money, and then she can give me the same amount of money back, and then we're even. So. Oh, do I have to be yeah. the same amount? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I have, uh, grew up with a guy named uh, Big Joan. It was a friend of mine, and uh, we used to do that for each other's birthdays. Uh-huh. Or no, Christmas. Uh-huh. We would go to the mall, and he was a, I think he was a North Carolina mm-hmm. Tar Heels basketball fan. Mm-hmm. And then I was Georgetown. And we would just go to the hat store at the mall, and I would buy a North Carolina hat, and he would buy a Georgetown hat, and we would just trade. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much cover on the November deal. But the, I got to be actually looking at this, what we talked about last mm-hmm. uh, podcast session right. on 23. This is 24. Mm-hmm. The, do you remember the title of that podcast was? Yes, and we found the answer. That's right. So we need to talk about that. Okay, let's, let's dig right in. To, <laughs> so the last podcast, the question of the day, or question of probably my lifetime was, was you see these SUVs driving around that have rear windshield wipers, and they all have bags or not all of them, but like seriously half of them that we see have this plastic bag over top of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking like, you know, we went through several ideas like they just never take it off when it was new, just leave the plastic on it or something. Mm -hmm. So we were uh, were at uh, Sam's Sam's (laughs) the other day. We were uh, were in there and we came out in the parking lot and I seen a a guy from town here that I knew Mm -hmm. and... Before I seen him, I'd already, as we were walking in the car, I was like, I was all, I'm always pointing them out. I'm like, look, bag on windshield. Why? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, yeah, there it is. Well, then he comes out, and I know him, and I talk to him for a minute, and then he walks towards that vehicle, and I'm like, wait a second. I've got the biggest question of all time. <laughs> He's like, what is it? And I'm like, what is that bag on the back of your windshield wiper that covers up the back w- rear windshield wiper? And he said, well, he said, actually, he said, oh, 
it's from that big car wash around here, especially near Walmart's and stuff. Mm-hmm. There are these; it's like a chain or something mm-hmm. of this giant car wash, which I've heard like rips people's mirrors and yes. stuff off their car. Uh, I've actually, I've, I've actually met three people mm-hmm. that said that that car wash has ripped something off of their car. Yeah, and uh, so I guess to keep from ripping off your rear windshield <laughs> oh, or rear windshield wiper. Uh, they put they a piece put of plastic over it. So it does have something. That was one of the ideas that I, we were talking about. Like, well, yes. It could be something that one of those car washes or something. So that, that did answer the question. But my question is, I get it. Like, okay, so they put those bags for you. So yeah. that I guess they it... may not break your windshield wipers or so. Yeah. But why would you just keep it on, though? Right, because <laughs> if you went to use it, it, it wouldn't really wipe your rear... It would just run plastic bags yeah. across your rear windshield. Which I don't really understand why they put it in that plastic bag, because it yeah. doesn't look that strong anyway. Right. If How's that going to keep gonna... it from ripping it <laughs> yes. off? So, still, just... Even though that was put it there or so, I'm still having lots of So we still don't have the complete answer. I guess not. But we know what it's for. Where it's it's coming from. Yeah, we just don't know what the purpose is. So moving on. Mm -hmm. Now that we've figured out the bag. (laughs) Finally. Yeah. So what about the... uh, We're going to talk a little bit about the food... Like in or the food truck experience in different areas, and just kind of what's what you find interesting about some of the places we've operated this far. Well, I guess we've been operating from July. Yeah, yeah, that's when we started. So uh, we've done about almost four months, mm-hmm. I guess, and. Um, you know, we've been kind of talking to other food truck guys, uh, you know, how they do business-wise right. or, you know, how they put the menu out, so on. So I've seen a lot of people, you know, who's having the, like a, like a chalk board type of thing, right. having the main um, menu thing and describing what's in it mm-hmm. yes in certain foods and so and i understand because there are so many people who has got the uh, allergy issues and you know health purposes right. um sometimes it's very needed to do so mm-hmm. but uh, i've i've like i said this is our first year you know trying to figure out things so I'm still debating on, like, do I need to describe as much as I need or not, that type of thing. And um, we've, we've operated in Elizabethan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Irwin. Mm-hmm. We went to Johnson City. Mm-hmm. We went to Bristol. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Roll Mountain mm-hmm. uh, recently. Uh, uh, that's about the yeah yeah main. we've had a few other lunches but yes yeah. few areas uh, but um, everybody's so different and I'm still like I said a, a kind of struggling to figure out what's the best for everybody mm-hmm. yeah you know overall everybody um, the thing is if I write it down every single thing on the menu board or so in Elizabethan. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to them, right. <laughs> people in Elizabethan. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much they don't read anything mm-hmm. that I write it down. And I just hear... They just ask me. Hollering you, like, yeah. so what's good? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and then I'm like, So then well, I have to explain it anyway. So, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter what I describe or what's, you know, to write it down, what's in it or so. And then the Johnson City people, they are, how should I say, like, they don't really care 
what it is. They just want yeah. they're I guess they just want to try. Yeah, they'll just try whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's kind so of an interesting concept. Yeah. So I guess like I guess they'll order it and then if they didn't like it then they just uh, don't order it next mm. time. That type yeah. of that Or type they of come time. back and get more. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I, I we had uh, a few Johnson City customers even driving up to uh Elizabethan yeah. repeated customers. Right. So if they like it, they come back to get it. So which is good. And then um, funny thing is that in uh, Irwin, mm-hmm. um, they try to read every details. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my experience when when we're in Irwin is is like someone's looking at the menu and I'm like, "Do you need any help? Or you want me to explain anything?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "No." No, like, hold on. Wait. I'm 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 reading or something. Yeah. So they just uh, kind of refuse your help. They want to yeah. understand, <laughs> which is good. I mean, you know, they are they are trying to absorb, mm-hmm. you know, everything. That, yeah. As we were talking, this as not just a food truck, but the mobile experience. <laughs> exactly, so yeah. they are they are really really experiencing it. So I I appreciate that, uh, you know, motivation. Mm-hmm. And then um, I guess Bristol was. Uh, we've only done it once yes. up to this point. Yes. We'll be yes. coming back, like I said, this month on twenty third to do the food. But um, it was kind of interesting. They the I guess uh, they've heard that we are coming over to the Cascade Draft, and basically what they did was they get pretty much every main they're, they're sharers yeah when, when i went in there to deliver uh deliver the food mm-hmm. uh they would do kind of what you're supposed to do with any sort of asian food they yes. ordered everything, everything and just laid it around the table yes so i mean i really appreciate it because you know they they get the pretty huge order mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, like i said uh, that's very good uh, the only thing is uh, for my sake mm-hmm. it's it makes it very busy right right <laughs> because okay i've done whole entire meal situation and then here comes the next customer <laughs> doing the another Everything. whole yeah. thing yeah. So, yes, it was, uh, it, it uh, ended up pretty busy, but uh, that's how they kind of order and mm-hmm. just try out everything. Mm-hmm. I recommend that. I mean, oh, yeah. That's, you know, especially if you're there with four or five people, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got a table full, mm-hmm. just get a bunch of stuff and just pass it around. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that's, that's been very interesting. And then, um, other thing it was interesting was uh roll mountain we mm-hmm. when we did it i mean it was that weekend we did was whew, freezing weather. cold mm-hmm. um Rain, wind. raining and i mean i mean at roll mountain i mean it's in the mountain and mm-hmm. <laughs> you can never tell what kind of weather they have right um even if the weather is the same oh, it's not gonna rain it might rain on there because yes. the I guess the it's in altitude. the altitude. Yeah, you're in the you're in the clouds. <laughs> yes. So we already knew it was going to be pretty cold temperature mm-hmm. that weekend. So we were thinking, even though it's the first time that we're bringing our truck, and that people were advertising that uh, you know our food truck was coming, so and so, but we were thinking probably not many people is going to line and wait for our food in have. rain right <laughs> and oh my goodness i don't even know i mean i really appreciated all those people who lined up in the cold cold freezing rain and just stood there just stood there and waited for my food yeah. so it was a, a the saturday event the friday night was at the station at 19e mm-hmm. we did a, basically a weekend in Rome mountain then the saturday night was a fall harvest festival, festival. Mm-hmm. at the community park yes so and, and i just didn't think nobody because the weather was so bad they were putting up tents for like local organizations and mm-hmm. stuff and they they were just like blowing down yes. and like rain was filling up with everything yes because the wind was pretty strong you know even though our truck is pretty huge steady 
strong mm-hmm. truck, I was feeling the wind was moving. Yeah, it was moving the truck. The truck. So yeah. imagine you being outside, mm-hmm. you know, waiting for my food situation. But uh, um, like I said, uh, I appreciate, you know, everybody who stood there to get my food. But uh, they were, I guess in a way, they were a little bit, like I said, it was the first time that I brought my truck there. So... They're curious, but mm-hmm. also didn't know all of the menu items mm-hmm. and a little bit scared well, sometimes also. Sometimes I don't know all the menu items. <laughs> like you had those, uh, what was that you had the other day? Kochujan, um, uh, the Korean hot chili. Oh, not even that. Cakes, the, the cakes, the like potato cake thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I was you trying to explain everything on the menu, and I got to that, and I'm like, yeah, it's just potato cake. I can't really explain it beyond that. I yes. don't really. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, people were looking at the menu, which my menu was soaking wet also. But yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, uh, in Roll Mountain, people, you know, see the other person who's getting the food, yeah. and they hear... Okay, here's your spring rose. Mm-hmm. Here's your pot stickers. Here's your yakisoba noodles. Then, then they would just, just repeat yeah. <laughs> whatever the person in front of Which you. Which is kind of <laughs> aggravating because then you've got like four, yes. you've got like five, six, seven orders of all the same thing. Yes. Well, not much of the aggravation, but for me, it was confusing because I just. I just thought, okay, I've done this combination, Mm -hmm. and then next menu is saying the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, didn't I just have this? Yes. So it was a little confusing, but I mean... And and it evolved over... We were there for like three hours, and the first hour was mostly this. Mm -hmm. And then somebody would get... The next hour, they would get two or three other things, and then for the next hour, it would become that. And then the third hour was totally different combination of food yes as well that's right but i mean we're fine as long as you're as long as you're trying something yes oh yeah that's definitely uh but uh uh, but no i i can't i can't uh show my feelings any more than than anything or whatever i'm trying to say (laughs) than than the people in rome mountain that made that one of uh, one of our best days yes it was i mean uh, mentally i was pretty destroyed because i was not expecting that many people yeah, as we're driving up there we're thinking there's gonna be like 10 people, people. and yeah. yes ended up and like i said it was a great turnout mm-hmm. but uh you know when you're not uh expecting that much of the what should I say? Like, it's not like I'm not feeling like it, this is work, but um, that much of the... Uh, Stress, I guess. Yes, I guess pressure. so. Yes, yeah. yes. And yeah. uh, so, I mean, it was nonstop until and we were the only truck that was sitting there, wasn't it? We were the we only <laughs> thing left in the park. <laughs> yes. It was pitch black dark when we finally got everything yes. done and cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And I stepped outside and there was nobody left and there was no lights or anything. We were yes. just in this dark field. Mm-hmm. But, so, like like I said, after I started realizing, you know, going through these different places. And then, like I said, the, most likely everybody's liking my yakisoba. Yeah, which I don't I mean. I don't blame that. I mean, that's kind of uh, even the first time I went to Japan. Mm-hmm. That was one of my go-to's after I had it the first time. Yes, if I somebody mean, had it, yes, I and, would just order it. Yes, and even for Japanese people, I mm-hmm. mean, yakisoba is more of like a festive right. food, which kind of when you're eating a food truck, you're yes, in a little it, bit of that mode. Yeah. Yes, if it's perfect. So, um, um. I like making yakisoba, but in order to make yakisoba, I need to change up a little bit of the uh, my kitchen section. So I'm gonna try to work on it in this uh, winter time uh-huh. and to be able to make it a little more easier for my end and quicker for customers' end to mm-hmm. be able to provide that. But uh, everybody's like I said, really loving yakisoba. Mm-hmm. Then. Um, um, in Arwen, mm-hmm. especially, uh, 
they crave rice. Yes, in most <laughs> other places, on average, we sell more noodle-oriented stuff. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, in the town of Irwin, Irwin they we always end up like we've got two giant Japanese rice cookers. Yes, and we like we're always having one going because this one's almost done. Yes, and then we have to do the other. I mean, they order. And, and they're fine with just plain steamed rice. Yes, yeah. that's really... Well, I have some people just order rice, a bowl of rice. Yes, and I have to say, but my what I use for those rice is way, way, way better than the rice that you would get around this Right, we're area using premium, of, premium short-grain Japanese rice. Yes, so it's not like those... Uh, dried up rice that you're gonna get from the asian restaurant around here mm-hmm. so i'm i'm because because i am japanese or something i have to make sure that rice is good so right but uh speaking of rice i am a little bit i've been a little bit hesitating to make fried rice that is true that is true um because the fried rice, like regular fried rice that we would use, only use basically salt and pepper as in the um, spice. Mm-hmm. But over here, those, whatever let, it's let me, called, a hibachi. Let, let me ask real quick. Yes. On the on the standard fried rice, mm-hmm. uh, is, is, is bacon a common... Or is that more of a Chinese kind of um, fried rice? Well, bacon is a close. Or some sort of pork, yeah. Some sort of pork. Basically, the thin, small pieces of pork belly. Mm-hmm. Which is, is kind of like, it's yes, basically it's bacon. Yes, it's basically bacon. Non-seasoned. But, uh, yes, a little bit different. Uh, what it is, basically, okay, fried rice is... In the Asian in Asian culture, fried rice is basically like when you don't have time mm-hmm. uh, and you don't have much uh, leftover stuff it's in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what you would make. So, so, so basically, it's like kind of a stew idea. It's just whatever I've got left. Yeah, you just, just throw in to yes. cook. So that's the concept of mm-hmm. fried rice. So basically, the best fried rice um, you can get in either China or Japan mm-hmm. um, would be using thing called yakibuta, which is pork belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, it's already cooked as a pork belly thing that you could just eat with maybe hot mustard or something like that. Right. But it's pretty voluming food so mm-hmm. usually that will be left over right next day mm-hmm. then you'll chop it up mm-hmm. and cook with fried rice right. that's right. usually what it's used and a lot of times is the fried rice old rice that maybe you didn't use yesterday or something you or... can but I, I actually like the uh well uh warm just made make it Yes. As soon as the rice yes. is made. It doesn't have rice. to be as soon as, mm-hmm. but warm rice is, uh, that would make um, rice to be separated, not get smashed right. together. Right. So um, even though if you're going to use the old rice from last night or so, I would recommend you to uh, microwave it and heat a little mm-hmm. bit warmer before you cook. So that uh, it wouldn't be just a uh, rice, just uh, it gets bitcha bitcha. I don't mm-hmm. know how do you say that. Hard. I don't no, know. the like s- each other everywhere. Oh, it's not okay. rice mm-hmm. separated. Mm-hmm. Fried rice supposed to be para para mm-hmm. rice. So, but uh, like I said, I've been kind of hesitant to do that because uh, most of the time. If I make those regular fried rice, then people around here would be saying this is not enough salt mm-hmm. or is there any shrimp sauce to put on, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Which is also salt. Which is, yes, basically you're eating salt mm-hmm. and uh, too much butter, I guess, mm-hmm. oil. Yeah, um, and a quick note, uh, 
true fried rice is not cooked with butter. No, there's nothing <laughs> buttery thing. Nor even not much of the soy sauce either. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if those hibachi fried rice they make, if that sauce is really a soy sauce or what. I, I don't not. even. I hope it's not pure soy sauce. I don't even sauce. know what it is. It's it's just uh, some gross looking thing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But um, um, that's the reason I've been a little bit hesitating to do so. But few times. I think I did it in Elizabeth, and I made a kimchi fried rice. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit of a garlic fried rice, and mm -hmm. something like that. People are liking it a lot. Right. So right. I think the key is is uh, as long as it's got some sort of flavoring to it. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess people, I guess people in in Western cultures, especially in the um, United States, don't. In Japan, you just use steamed rice as like bread to eat with all of your other mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, other dishes. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, so you, you know, you use the rice bowl to get the other food, put it in. This is what I always do, and so most a lot of people do is mm -hmm. you use the rice bowl with the rice in it. It's kind of like a plate. Mm -hmm. You grab a hold of this side dish, yes. put it on the rice, let a little, little bit of that juice run out. Mm -hmm. Then you eat the main dish, or you can eat it with a little bit of rice yes, with mm -hmm. it. And, or if you just eat the meat, then you can get get a grab of wad of rice mm -hmm. that's got meat juice or, mm -hmm. or vegetable, yes. whatever you're eating on. Yes, but that's basically that's the ancient Chinese like way of right. eating. You're supposed to have a bowl of rice, mm -hmm. and then whatever the meat or shrimp or whatever mm -hmm. you put it on top of the rice and eat with the rice of course the juice of whatever is on the rice right. and you mix with other stuff that's supposed to be the most goodness of right. the food that's right. how they think so yeah, yeah your rice bowl is basically a place to mix all of your flavors together mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes but i also i didn't uh, know until when I was working at that restaurant in uh, Futako Tamagawa, mm, Chinese, um, restaurant. Chinese restaurant, uh, my uh, friends from high school, her dad has, um, he told me that's, that's what it's supposed to be, like that rice is, you know, to mix up everything. Mm -hmm. But also, you're supposed not to finish the plate. Like, if you finish the oh, plate... Oh, in Chinese culture, yes. if it's finished, that means you need more. You need more. But if it's enough, then you're supposed to Just leave a little bit. some. Yeah. Yes, I did not know that. that so, culture-wise, <laughs> it's it's very interesting to learn something like that. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I'm also surprised, too, with, uh, you know, quite a few people use chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually had some people, like... Do you go to, like, want the chops? Like, if we're real busy, sometimes I forget to ask them if they want a chopstick uh -huh. or something. They're like, where's your chopsticks? And they want to get my chopsticks, which I highly recommend trying, at least trying it. Yes. Uh, you know, you don't have to eat with them all the time. But yeah. I'll be honest with you, after you learn how to use them, it does, uh, as long as you're not dealing with huge foods, like big pieces of whatever, uh -huh. it's the easiest way to eat. Especially when you're eating noodles. It'd yeah, be most easier. people think noodles is the hardest thing in the no, world, it's but it's the actually easiest one. Yeah, you don't have to do all that twisting and yes. on a fork or whatever. You, you know, it's uh, you and, just kind uh, of grab it. <laughs> and regular rice, of course, would be easier with the chops. Like a fried rice, I would recommend little, a spoon or something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's another thing that a lot of people don't understand. And some Asian dishes, even if you're in Japan or even China or whatever, obviously, if you like have a fried rice dish, you're going to get a spoon. Mm -hmm. They're not just going to give you a chopsticks. So. Yeah, it's you always call it a Chinese spoon, but the denge yeah, is yeah. The, a little difficult to eat, but that's usually what we have right, right. for the fried rice. Or if so. you just want to use a regular spoon, that's oh, totally, yeah, totally okay. And then one other uh, cultural side note, if you are eating a wet noodle dish in a Japanese setting... What can, is a wit to move? Well, maybe not yakisoba so much, but like if you're eating ramen. A more or, soupy yeah, or something? Soupy. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
wet noodles. Wet noodle, okay. <laughs> so if you're if you're eating something like that, you can slurp. Yes. And it's okay. <laughs> Which is which is really odd, like to someone like me who grew up when you were a kid. If you slurped your spaghetti or something, mm-hmm. everybody would get mad. Well, in Japanese culture, especially when you're eating soba noodles, mm-hmm. you're supposed to make noise right. to eat, and, and they say that's. I guess it, it has more air in it or something, mm-hmm. so it. Flavors in the mouth or something when you put it in. Yeah, I'm not totally sure about I that. I don't know either, but that's that's what it is. And usually, uh, when I have those foreign friends or somebody visiting Tokyo or something, and I take them to soba noodle shop, mm-hmm. and everybody in there is like <laughs> making mm-hmm. so much sounds, and everybody, you know, yeah, just like, they what? just look around. What's what are going all these on? <laughs> I do have to admit, one time early on, uh, when when I was going to Japan, it's back in the early two thousands or whatever, when I was really large, mm-hmm. uh, I was with some people and they wanted to do the ramen eating contest, oh. and you know they're slurping the noodles and then trying to drink all the juice. Well, I actually won the contest uh-huh. because what I did is I took all my noodles and just messed with them for uh-huh. me. And wadded them together in like two giant clumps. And then just, and just ate. ate the two clumps and then drank the bowl. And mm-hmm. I was done. Everybody's like, almost like I had cheated or done yeah. something wrong. Yeah. But I'm like, I just ate all the noodles in like two bites. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Unless they, you know, told you like, this is the way you need to eat. Right. I didn't know. <laughs> I just. Uh, I mean, even that hot dog eating contest they have every year. Right. They do the. Some people the put buns. it in water. Yeah. yeah. Just itself to mm-hmm. eat and, you know. So. I guess it's ever if you're in an eating competition, it's however you can, uh, <laughs> however you Smash. can get it done. But uh, but yeah, so so definitely try some of our dishes, uh, and we'll always be trying some new stuff and adding some uh, different things uh, uh, along the line. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you what what's what's your recommend recommendation so far? Uh, do you mean as far as for what people should eat? Uh-huh. Should try. Because some people are very scared. Well, one one <laughs> way I deal with it is working at the front. Now, now, you have to keep, you know, we were talking earlier about being stressed or, or <laughs> large groups. Like, my stress level, it may not seem like I'm doing much, but standing oh there gosh. talking, but my stress level is like 10,000. <laughs> and luckily, we only operate like two or three hours, so... So, Seriously, but my stress level is like ten thousand because I'm not only talking to the person out the window, mm-hmm. so I'm talking to this person trying to explain something. You're screaming at me from the backside, <laughs> but the people outside can't never hear that because you, the, you know, the vent is going yeah, on. Yeah, that uh, uh, the hood and vent yes. system in the truck's going on, so they can never <laughs> hear that. So I'm having my mind split two different ways. I'm getting cussed out from behind me to either hurry up or do something else or get some ice cream or something like that. And then I'm also listening to the people out the door and then also simultaneously trying to explain. The only time they can get involved in that conversation is if you say something to me mm-hmm. and then I respond to you. They think I'm responding to them. Damn, I know. They can't hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then I'm like, oh, no, never mind. I'm just getting pissed from behind. <laughs> but uh, so, so anyway, uh, uh, but I, I tried to do a real, as good a job as possible mm-hmm. at explaining the dish. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, that's kind of because I realize, like I say, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's something that's not available even at quote unquote Japanese restaurants uh, in this region. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's something totally new. And you know, same way with me. Like first time I went to like an Ethiopian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm kind of glad that one of the first times I went to an Ethiopian restaurant, the lady there was only there was only <laughs> one menu question. There was no menu. The lady walked in and she said, do you eat beef? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) And she said, okay. And then she went back to the kitchen. Yeah. But that dish, I don't know what's it called or whatever it is. is. (laughs) Oh my 
goodness, that was one of the greatest dish I've ever yes. tasted. So sometimes it's just, and and that's one thing that I always hit people with. Mm-hmm. You know what? And we usually most of the time we'll have chicken, beef, pork, mm-hmm. something with those yes. three. And some sometimes we have double chicken or double pork, but. Mm-hmm. But uh, depending on the price of beef at the time. <laughs> uh, but uh, so. So what would you recommend? Well, I always ask them, what What are you feeling like? Do you want beef? you want chicken? you want pork? Mm-hmm. And then if I, you know, if you can give me at least that much information, say, be like, well, I wouldn't mind to have some chicken. Mm-hmm. Then I can explain to you mm-hmm. what's in the chicken dish. And also, too, I mean, you know, there's going to be some things that not everybody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, bean sprouts. Yes. Some things have bean sprouts in it. Sometimes people look at me confused. Mm-hmm. And then, what's a bean sprout? And then I have to go into some BS comment because I don't really know how yeah, what it is. I just yeah. know what it is eating wise. Yes. Uh, so, or the potato cake things you had the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm so, like, it's kind of like mashed potatoes. I know, I know, but you're still not getting giving them any information <laughs> what you would recommend. Well, oh, you mean from from all of our menu items? That's what I've been talking oh, about. Oh, well, I've just totally missed it. Um, I would recommend probably one of my favorite is the. Uh, uh, and we've been having it a few times here lately, mm-hmm. is the daikon patty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, just had that today for lunch. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's uh, not daikon, lotus. Oh, lotus, yeah. okay. It's the lotus root, uh, and if you're not familiar with the lotus root, it's kind of like a potato kind of thing. And mm, A little more crunchy than that. Yeah, but it's in the family. It's well, a root. Well, yeah. So it's, uh, and when you cut it, you know, when it comes out, it looks like a long tater or something. Yes. And then when you cut it, it's got little holes in it that makes it look like an old wagon wheel or something. Yes. And that's... Uh, we were on tour in Japan one time. I think it was back in maybe 05 or 06 or 07, somewhere in the mid-2000s. <laughs> and uh, uh, I was on tour with, uh, with some friends of mine that were from the area. And uh, I was always the taste tester. Uh-huh. Because at the time we were on these tours, we were playing with uh, Takaharu Kunimoto, who's uh, he's uh, he's passed away now, but uh, he was a, uh, a shamisen Japanese storyteller. So we were playing all these fancy kind of old Japanese theaters. Mm-hmm. So that you get the bento box. They that's, bring a box. That's what lunch. usually um, expensive lunch box yes. is. What's it called? A bento box. So they would put these boxes out and all of my bandmates would, you know, and, and it is weird. I mean, even to this day, some things, and, and even you, some things you don't even understand what it what is. What it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's like a box, you know, it's probably, I don't know, 10 inches wide. And yeah, it's pretty big. Eight inches long or something. Half is rice. Though. <laughs> right. So you got rice, but then you've got like eight other little things. Yeah. And so, like, maybe you might have some sort of beans. You'll have a couple of different meats, maybe a fish and a meat. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time that you saw the 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 lotus. lotus? Okay. And and everybody was everybody was like, here, like, here, try this thing and see what this is. I'm like, well, I was like, I don't know what that is. And and everybody's just like, well, we'll just call it wagon wheel because it kind of looks like a little round wagon wheel. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of. <laughs> In my circle of people, we've always called it wagon wheels. Yes. And, and I but, basically make a hamburger out of it, like with the ground pork, mm-hmm. and then sandwich with wagon wheel. Yeah, two slices of the wagon wheel as the bun. Mm-hmm. And it's not big, it's more like a slider, it's just a small thing. Yes. Yeah. So, the, so the, I highly recommend the wagon wheel. Uh huh. Because. You know, it's it's something it's unique. It's crunchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got mead with it. If you're if you're fond of a little bit of ground pork, mm-hmm. uh, it's got it's got that. I highly recommend that. And I also recommend a lot of time on lunches we'll do that. Uh, you make your own teriyaki chicken. Yes. And that is really good because it's made with really good chicken, very soft. Mm-hmm. 
robust and I, chicken. And it's it's usually marinated enough overnight, mm-hmm. pretty much, um, in the teriyaki sauce that I make. So, yeah, so it seeps all the way in. Yes. It's not just... A lot of people, when they put teriyaki on something, they just rub it on there and then cook it. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be good. So yes. it's marinated overnight, and then I literally fix it in the truck. And, um, I mean, if you have ever eaten teriyaki chicken anywhere around here, mm-hmm. you will love my teriyaki chicken for sure. Yes. So, so anyway, just, you know, those are, those are kind, of, uh, kind of my recommendations that mm-hmm. people should try. Uh, if they're available. And then obviously all the other stuff like the gyoza, which are the pot stickers or the mm-hmm. Chinese dumplings. Uh, try those. I, I know some people think like, well, you know, like, you know, maybe it's too expensive for the amount you get. If you've seen the work that went into hand making just one of those. <laughs> I don't know if you, the listeners, have watched the Crazy Rich Asian movie. Oh, uh, where they're making the where dumplings making as a dumplings? whole family. Yes. But it takes the whole family to make a bunch. Yes, that's what <laughs> I usually do. So <laughs> that, that process is going into that. So it's... Uh, lot of prep went into that yes so and the spring rolls as well when you make your own spring rolls yes oh yes definitely and uh my spring roll is uh, probably different than anybody's spring roll around here because it seems like everybody's just putting a bunch of cabbages and and you get like three those. little pieces of meat or something <laughs> inside no mine is meaty so. yes it's it's the We'll go ahead and claim the Tri-Cities meatiest <laughs> spring yes, roll. Yes, and I'm sorry, I do not have a vegetarian version of a spring roll because that's not my spring roll at all. So I don't have that option. I just have to cook everything at once to make those spring rolls. So I don't have the vegetable version of it. It's just pure pork in it. Yeah. <laughs> So, but, but it's good. I mean, if you are a vegetarian who sometimes can cheat, you should try. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, we, but like I say, and we do have some vegetarian options usually, especially some side options and stuff. Yes. And you've started doing, you can do yakisoba without the meat. If yes. I know it yes. don't taste. It's not flavory, but I can kind of substitute with the sesame oil or something to cook the uh, vegetables yeah. so um that's possible but it you might have to wait a little bit because uh, you have to use a different she has to obviously uses a different pan pans and, and like everything that. so yes but that's some some items are uh my sweet potato wedges yeah honey glaze uh-huh mm-hmm. that's i mean like i said i'm using the honey from cock county we got to actually go to the factory yes we did just a. Uh, about, two, about three weeks ago. Something like that. And uh, got to tour. We use, uh, I'll go ahead and throw a plug out for them. It's called Tennessee Mountain Honey from Strange Honey Farms. I love the name, but that's just the guy's <laughs> name. Yes. <laughs> but Strange Honey Farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's down in uh, Del Rio in Cock County, just a couple of counties over here. Yes. And, uh, and then I know where exactly the location where that mm-hmm. honey is from. Our, one of our best friends is uh, was actually raised just up the road. Yes. So, you know, it's always good to really know where this food is coming from. Yes. And uh, especially that honey. I'm pretty picky about honey, but um, this honey that I use, oh, my goodness, that's the best. Yes. So, I usually use any type of, I guess, sugary um, dishes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do use sugar also, but um, honey is more kind to your body. Yeah, um, yeah. You, can eat, you can eat more of it, too, yes. than pure sugar. And then the taste-wise, it's mild yeah. also. So... A lot of the time, if you are tasting something sweet, um, a lot of the time that I'm using that honey. Mm-hmm. But the sweet potato wedges is a uh, friendly for, I guess, uh, vegetarian yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So, 
if you're looking for something like that, I would recommend you to try. Yeah, most some of people, those. like I say, I think we've talked about it before, but a lot of people have a concept that Japanese food is easily vegetarian. No, it's not just because of the stock. <laughs> and, in, and when you're in Japan, like there's a lot of fish stock. Yes. In everything. Yes. So if you're totally don't eat any sort of animal, yeah, vegan, Japan is a tough place unless you go to those like Buddhist monk kaiseki, but yes. they're really expensive. Oh, yes. Yes. So if you're willing to pay for that, then yes, you can do that. They can do it. But most Japanese food does have a lot of... Uh, Japanese food, most people don't realize like true Japanese food's got a lot of protein. There's a lot of fat. It's mm -hmm. just... It's just, it's always balanced, and the portion is always That's right. thoughtful. Mm -hmm. So basically, when you get one of those lunch boxes, you've got the food pyramid, or whatever we call it. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, the Japanese food pyramid is much more extensive. It has <laughs> root categories, and fungus categories, and vegetables, and, yes. and all this. But usually when you get that lunch, a lot of times when you get that uh, bento box, mm -hmm. it's got Everything. Every nutritional item that yes. you need for that meal. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that. It makes you feel good. It get, Japanese food is always made to look good, taste good, and to give you maximum energy. Yes. To work hard. That's right. So, so that's kind of where it's coming from. And uh, we're, just, uh, we're just trying to pass a little bit of that on. Uh, just always keep in mind that all of the stars like Madonna and Tom Cruise... And, and all of those, uh, a lot of people like that, all have personal Japanese chefs. Oh, yes. Definitely. Because, in, like I say, Japanese cooking is, you know, uh, it's kind of three-dimensional. It's food quality, it's appearance, and it's yes. nutrition. Mm -hmm. That's that's kind of goes back to that uh, you were talking about how stressed you are, mm -hmm. being at the window type of thing. Um, you know, around here people eat those food that is not freshly made so if the food itself is not really like freshly hot just made mm -hmm. situation they really like don't really care about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i am a japanese person who worked in the restaurant in japan uh where freshness matters the most mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um the most of the time <laughs> you, you you were talking about that i was casting you or something from mm -hmm. the whatever the situation most of the time because i want to serve fresh as possible mm -hmm. so that's um when the food is done i am telling him to bring it out you know give mm -hmm. it to them type of song. Right, and I'm too so. busy talking to someone yes. else. Oh, yes. So that's that's my stress. <laughs> right, right. But it all, it all works together. So if you're interested in, uh, if you want to come out and see us, uh, what or see if you can hear Leona kiss me out, uh, <laughs> come join us. Uh, this Sunday, we'll be back at the Riverside Tap House. We call it Lazy Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of laid back. We're usually not too busy. Not too busy. Uh, and that's one of the places, too, where we kind of try out and test uh, mm -hmm. test new things. Yes, and then I like sometimes a slow-going day also mm -hmm. because I can actually make things better also. And sometimes we actually, literally, this has happened before more than one time, like, as we're there, if we have kind of a slow period for like 30 or 45 minutes, the menu might change. We might be like, well, let's do this. Yes. Oh, Use yes. this to do this. And oh, then, yes. So we're constantly changing. It's basically like you're stepping into our kitchen. That's right. Uh, yes. And it's like, give me something good to eat. Like, well, hold on here a second. Let me yes. try to formulate something. Yes. Like I said, uh, e e um, e e even, you know, if we didn't have certain things on the menu... Uh, if you ask, I might have it. Mm -hmm. I might be able to possibly make it. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of what I'm wanting to do mm -hmm. at the like as a goal. Right. Like the people just come to our truck and say, um, "Hey, make me this type of thing," and then I'll just make that thing for 
just yes. that one customer. We've been kind of watching that the Netflix mm -hmm. series of what's it called? Midnight Midnight Diner. Diner. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you haven't ever watched it, I kind of recommend you. It's always something to do with the story goes something to do with the food mm -hmm. that the guy is um, providing. And that concept is my goal probably that uh, i'll be able to just fix up whatever they want right with what we have yes, <laughs> yes. so like i say come out and visit us check us out online uh, you can check out visit our store you can visit our store at uh, www.johnpaulusa.com mm -hmm. and uh, click on the link uh, online store mm -hmm. and uh, if you know if you're not in the area you just want to support us and help us out because we're doing all of this on our own mm -hmm. Uh, we're not backed by any large money or, or <laughs> anything like that. Yes. Uh, we're basically uh, doing everything on our own. So if you want to support us, you can go to the store and buy it. Uh, we've got CDs. Leon's got new guitar strings. Yes. Light gauge guitar strings. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got medium gauge guitar strings. We've got different banjo strings. We've got stickers if you're not a musician. We also have John Paul logo uh, army green T-shirts with the logo big on the front of it. Mm -hmm. uh, you can purchase one of those. Uh, just visit our visit our store and order something from us, and uh, we'll we'll run over to the post office and get it to you as soon <laughs> as possible. And uh, I hope y'all enjoyed. Uh, we promise it won't be this long next time. <laughs> and uh, don't forget, we'll be in uh, Bristol on November the fourteenth, mm -hmm. Thursday evening, from around seven to nine ish at the Cascade Draft House mm -hmm. uh, over on State Street, and. Uh, Behind a mural. Ma, may, may, ma, melees. Ma, melees. May, may, melees. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not very, I'm not versed in my Thai. But his spring rolls are good. Yes, too. he makes some good spring rolls, and he's got some good, uh, good Thai inspired dishes. Yes. So uh, come check that out. We'll definitely talk about more food over there. And like I say, no cover charge. There you go. It's just whatever you want to give, anywhere from zero to one million. Mm-hmm. Let's think about it like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I would love that end part. Yeah. yeah I know. That's, <laughs> that's the only reason I do this food trick. I'm just waiting. You always hear those stories where some guy leaves a waiter a tip for like 50 grand. Oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just waiting for that first 50 grand tip. <laughs> yes. Then I'll close or something. Oh, yeah. So anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we appreciate y'all for being with us. This has been basically food talk here on the JP Pod. I'm JP. I'm Fiddlin' Leona. Have a good morning, good day, or good evening, whatever time it may be, wherever you're at. Johnny. Hold on, I messed that up.